2: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Swansea has more McDonald's than clean sheets this season, so don't forget your Muck Nuggets are closer than you think with Muck Delivery. The only thing left to say is you in order now in the mcdonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow only via the app are participating restaurants 18 plus rewards registration required points only on menu items delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com for further details hey Spotifyers! click
1: or tap the banner to listen to rap caviar the freshest 50 hip-hop songs on the rawest playlist ever Brought to you by our friends at Stars and the new
0: season of Power Book Four Force. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. Welcome back to Swanscast, everyone. Um, into an international break now, so we're gonna wrap up the last week of action. So I'm joined by Lee and Alid today. So welcome, lads. Hello. Um, so how's your week been, then, Lee? What we've we been up to? Done much interesting stuff this week.
2: Is that me? Because my headphones went off. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they're back on now. It's all good. Uh, this week, no, I went to the rugby on Saturday with the Wales South Africa game. It was a good day
0: out. I don't know if you picked the better game to watch, that or the Swans, but um, the result was oh, yeah. the same in the end.
2: Yeah, two losses, great day. That was a good day out, to be fair, I enjoyed it. i got a question about that, though. I saw
0: something on TikTok about a uh, pitch invader, just as yeah. Wales looked like they might be going over in the corner. Do you think it, 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 he actually stopped them scoring a the try?
2: I don't know. It's hard to say he was definitely going to score because there was covering like defence, but pass sort of goes behind him, I think, to avoid the guy running on the pitch. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one.
0: A bit frustrating when the score was what it was because that could have been game changer. Ridiculous time to run on the pitch. So. What yeah. minute was it? Do we
1: know? Was it a Welsh fan or was it a...
0: I'm
2: not sure I was a Welsh fan. Yeah, oh, said anything. Uh, I, 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 I just, I don't know that that um, that Java person as well. He got on the pitch last week, didn't he? And he got on the pitch in the Island Japan game as well. So how is he? How are they getting away with this?
0: If you get on the pitch once, surely you've got a ban for the rest of your life. I don't really get that.
2: They, they, they what wasn't? Uh, I don't think they've ever done that in rugby before. If someone runs on the pitch, but now they've given. That, um, that guy, a lifetime ban i mean, Nate, from, well, from the night from do the
0: millennium. Silly, silly. I don't understand yeah. though. This You get on, though, surely, like this
2: shouldn't be a. Yeah, solid. but I don't know. Yeah, I think like. I used to love going to the internationals, but I think the rugby now has become like. It's almost like the cricket, like the T20. Yeah, it's just. It's like stag do's and dress up and everybody's smashed and people run on the pitch.
0: It won't be it's long like, before they
2: ban drinking on the terraces, like in football. Yeah, mm. it, oh, it's it's getting like that. A lot of like uh, football esque chants in the concourse. I noticed as well. Yeah, a it few wasn't like it, almost, a... a few near like skirmishes between South African fans and Wales fans. As much as there wasn't like,
1: like that in the uh, New Zealand game, though.
2: No, nothing to sing it about against New Zealand. to say. Oh, no,
1: exactly. We were getting smacked so. Yeah, um, well, anthem was phenomenal though, in, uh and then in, in, against New Zealand. With the well, I'll put that out.
0: with the internationals though. Like, they probably cost too much for a lot of you know the actual people who care about watching all the games. So then people, when they cost so much, you get a lot of people that just go as a one-off because it's a day out. Because you know it's it's yeah. it's, it's always playing New Zealand, and they call, How much was the tickets for that? Eighty quid plus probably. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think price. it was a range to be fair. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a yeah. range between. But yeah,
0: so you go plus. in it's a bit of a day out, and then you don't really go to all of them, and then you just get a mixture of people going to all these different matches and it's not really the people that are gonna go on a proper I mean I think everyone enjoys it. Like everyone enjoys watching the rugby, but then yeah, it's, it's a day someone enjoying watching the game and someone really invested in like you, you buy a season ticket because 'cause you're invested in your team. That's you know, what you probably really want to push in your team on but obviously the people behind any sports team and organisation won money and that's what comes first so yeah they
2: make a killing they must make an absolute killing
1: I calculated it so against New Zealand there were 75 well up to 75,000 fans or whatever like it was meant to be sold out and then I just calculated it on based on you know a 75 pound ticket that's like five and a half mil just off ticket sales
2: (laughs) Yeah, but for the but there was there was quite a lot of empty seats in the South Africa game in the sort of the top tier.
1: Yeah, there were um, quite a I few know. in in the New Zealand I mean, one as well. But never used yeah.
2: to get that though. Never used to no. get it like any Wales game, Six Nations, or especially like um, New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, Australia in the Six Nations game. You could never you'd never see empty seats in the stadium. So I don't know whether it's the price People or might just still be worried oh, after COVID. It could also it could be COVID, COVID yeah, yeah, and then you got the COVID pass situation. So it could
0: be yeah. a mixture of things, I think. But um, I just think it's early to say if it's people not interested. I think the price might have something to do with it, For they've been expensive for a while. So although people are a bit pushed for money a little bit more at the moment because of everything going on. So perhaps it is a contributing factor. And then the public transport on the way home. That's a nightmare, oh, especially with COVID involved there. But we're not here necessarily to do a rugby podcast, so... Uh, I suppose that was a good conversation, kind of a bit off the whim. But Alec, was your week
1: been? Uh, tiring, to say the least. Um, oh, yeah, back in work now, not so, uh, Yeah, just early. working a load and uh, sleeping a
0: lot, I guess. You get used to it. Back to the working like, kind of Well, Welcome back yeah. to, like, the reality.
2: <laughs> the reality, hey. yeah. Welcome back, it sucks.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, mine's been pretty boring as well, standard, just... Um, working, although I was in Bristol last weekend, so that was interesting. Did a bit of shopping and all the Christmas stuff starting to come out, so yeah, that time of year, you know. Yeah,
2: Christmas is starting. Does anyone noticed now that, and I thought when I was younger, it was like you had Halloween and Bonfire Night, then there was like a little bit of a gap before Christmas started, but now it's like Halloween, Christmas, straight away. I think it's been that for the last
0: couple of years, but I thought this year it's been later mm-hmm. in terms of stuff. You've got mm. A lot of obviously working in that industry myself, but like there's definitely a delay on what we would normally have with our Christmas product and when we were out shopping. because yeah. um, we go for my partner's birthday around well last weekend, so quite regular we've been to Bristol. We usually go Bristol Bath, but um, we we always see Christmas stuff when we're there, but when we went this year, there was like shops that didn't have anything or shops that were just setting up their Christmas sections, it was definitely a bit slower this year, but I guess that's down to all the mm-hmm. delivery situation and into, like, uh, stock situations. Definitely people are struggling and shops are struggling to get what they need in. That's definitely real. It's like that in work with us. So, yeah.
2: I went into Cardiff on Friday which was the 5th, which was Bonfire Night, and there was Christmas everywhere. Yeah, it's but it is everywhere but it and...
0: just doesn't seem as much as um, it would mm-hmm. normally be. Like If you go in like John Lewis and like Well, Devdums isn't there anymore, but um, usually you'd have everything like all in front of you, all the decorations, but just wasn't as big as what it normally is. I just noticed. So I think we went in, uh, what's the other one? House of Fraser, and they didn't have anything. There was no Christmas there. You can see the gap where they'd started to build the the Christmas stuff, and they had like two stands with gifts on it, and then like 10 stands were empty because obviously they were waiting for the stuff to come in. But, yeah, sign of the times. Anyway, let's get to what we're actually here to (laughs) talk about. So, yeah, welcome back to Swan's Cast. So, it's your place for all Swansea City um, discussion, news, and, you know, we just talk about what's going on with the club. Uh, As a group of fans, obviously, all of our opinions. So, we'd like to engage with you. So, let us know in the comments what you think. Um, And don't forget to subscribe as well to keep up to date with everything we do. Or you can follow us and listen to our stuff on spotify as well so we've kind of gone down the route at the moment that we're doing like one weekly um podcast and then sometimes we do extras You know now we get time to do it It kind of just works better with our work life uh time span as well so it's uh, a little bit more consistent stuff this way anyway only one game to talk about this week um Obviously, as I said, we're heading into international bricks, so we played Bournemouth on the weekend. High-flying Bournemouth, who topped with the Championship, I believe, at the time of playing them. They were topped by two points from Fulham. Only lost one game this season, which was against Preston the week before, which ultimately might have been quite a bad thing for us, because I think quite often when you're on a long and beaten run, maybe you can get complacent, but as soon as you lose that one game, you're a bit annoyed and you want to bounce back. And it seemed like that might have been the case this weekend, as uh, Swansea went down 4-0 away to Bournemouth. So what do you think of uh, initial thoughts on the match then, Al? Let's start with you this time.
1: Ooh, making a change. Um, I mean, I only managed to really catch the highlights, to be honest. I couldn't find a place to watch it, but um, I, I think from, you know... The live text and stuff I feel like we were dominating possession up until the point where they sort of got that counter and scored and then I think it sort of all went out of the window um but I yeah I, I can't fully comment in a, in a way um yeah well, I think we started strong from from the highlights that I saw and the sort of counter attack there was just a lot of space and we were well, 1-0 I, I,
0: I think we're all in the same boat really like it's quite difficult um if you don't go to all the away matches, it's gone difficult again to watch them, I think, uh, which is a bit frustrating. Uh, obviously, <clears throat> with COVID, it was really good, and you could watch most of the games, and that was really nice. And I think now we've had that, it's even more frustrating. Now we can't have that again. Yeah. Obviously, money's behind <clears throat> it, sky's behind it. We've had conversations about it in the past, but it's got to be like... I just It's about time that football just modernised this... Um, sort of the way that it's watched you've got all these things like in other sports like zone is a big player now in like boxing and some other stuff they got going on, I think they're into F1 and they've got a couple of other things going on there where you just pay a monthly fee and you can like stream whatever you want basically, whatever they're showing and I think that is the way to go somebody just needs to like do it for football
2: yeah, I think it'll come in at some point. But like Amazon sort of broke a little bit into the market, didn't they? Because I like I quite liked what they did when they've had their fixtures. They've just got like all yeah. the streams of the games, which is quite good. But it just you can't get a monopoly of Sky at the moment unless the unless that contract runs up in the Premier League. Yeah. The I mean, EFL say open it up to other people. Nah, it just it's probably
0: in the EFL's interest because they would don't have they don't have that many games on T V now. The Premier League is everything's back to normal in a way. Obviously under lockdowns and stuff and COVID. There was a lot more EFL games being shown because everyone was at home. They were changing all the time. So they had like in the Premier League in some stages they were trying to like do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday to try and show more. And then as a result of that, we were getting more in EFL as well because the other gaps weren't taken up and vice versa. Yeah. Um But now obviously it's come back to normal, more Premier League games, less EFL games, we get like one or two a week, is it? Or one or two a weekend. On the telly.
2: Yeah, you might get one on a Friday and one on a Saturday morning, maybe. Yeah, so I feel like can't they negotiate
0: their own contract with someone that's going to offer more? Like, surely if you've got someone willing to pay them for the football that's going to show more of the football that's going to be better for all the clubs in the long term? But yeah, um, I think we've got a lot to say on that topic, but we'll, maybe we'll revisit it in mm-hmm. a full podcast time.
2: Do a whole podcast on like yeah. the T V situation because it does my edit. Yeah, I just wanted to highlight it as because obviously yeah.
0: trying to talk about the game but we can't necessarily watch it all as in depth as yeah. we want to every week when it's away.
2: Saturday, three o'clock is the worst. The Carabao Cup one does my edit. Like you cannot watch you cannot watch a Carabao Cup no. game.
1: Yeah.
2: Like if no. the Swan's played away a couple of times a season in the in the Cup. You cannot watch that game yeah. unless you go to it. And Possible.
0: I know I know there are ways and means of it, but can't really discuss them in a I mean, even platform that is, like this.
1: Even those are difficult though.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, require a fee, or you know, it's not necessarily hundred percent safe and secure, and you take your own risks, I guess. But yeah, but I, when I'm in work, I like to like be able to put my break at the right time and watch all the match. But I just can't when it's this situation. But, but, pe- but people yeah.
2: are going to do it. Like I know it's risky, but people are going to do it when you can't. You, you can't watch your team.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Anyway, uh, what do
2: you think of what you saw them actually? Yeah, I'll save that for another day. Uh, I cut it, to be honest, because I think there was a lot of uh, hype going into the game. I thought we were playing. Obviously, we've been playing great since the international break. The test against Bournemouth, I thought we would put a bit more of a, a bit more of a fight of it. But I think it seemed like to me watching the highlights. What like we played well up until we went one 0 down, and then. Um a 1-0 at half time you're still in the game and then I think they, they score the second goal then and we kind of just implode then. Um
0: what did you say last yeah, week?
2: But... Oh, I said. Uh-huh. said draw was miles off. Wow. But I mean, it was so it was there was almost there was almost a little bit of like expectation going into it because we've been playing so well. Yeah. But uh yeah. Go
0: back to last week though, I, think, was. I think I said like we kind of earned A little bit of no pressure here in terms of if we do lose because of our form. Um, And you don't really mind losing away at top of the league. If you're going to lose to someone, then that's the perfect team to lose to, isn't it? And away as well. Like one, one team they've lost to this season and they've played 17 matches. So it's not like we're the only team this has happened to. They've only drawn four others. So yeah, 12 wins. So yeah, it's not the end of the world at all. But I think you're right in terms of the game overall. It looked like we actually started the game better. Um, looking at the momentum, graph yeah. and Sofa score as well, that does seem to back that up. Had a couple of chances. Had a little bit of a penalty shot, which we'll discuss in a minute. But then when we go 1-0 down, which to be fair was a good um, goal, worked from Bournemouth and a good finish from Dominic mm. Solanke. Um, but again, we'll talk about that in detail in a second. I just I just feel like that fizzled us out of the game. And as much as we didn't concede another one in the first half, as soon as they got that second at the beginning of the second half, I feel like it was a little bit game over. Um, they were just comfortable then, did what they needed to do, and they got well on top then before 3-0 and just cruise control from there. But then we were making our own mistakes at that point and kind yeah. of made things worse for ourselves. But yeah, we'll get into it now. So start with a penalty shout if we go in from chron- chronological order. So I said we started the game quite well. Um, Ethan Led is the culprit here. So we've already spoke last week about him and penalty shouts that he's not getting. There's been two or three before this week. Um, Mm -hmm. I think there was two in the last two games and there was another one earlier on. But this one, again, is debatable. I know we've got because we don't have
1: here. Steve Cooper and his refs in his well, pocket. There's so okay, so doing. what do you make of the incident,
0: then, Allid? Let's hear
1: your opinion first. From the replay angles I've seen, I think it is a penalty. But I don't what I don't know what the timestamp of the shout was. To be honest,
0: I think he was. Right I know, I know it was early, start. but
1: I don't know like how early on, etc. I don't know. I mean, I think he definitely catches lead. I don't know if it's a, enough contact in a way. And Lead doesn't actually make any sort of fuss over it. He just sort of falls and just So you're saying there. it is a penalty. But then
0: you're you say you don't know if it's yeah, enough contact.
1: Well, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I'm very much on the fence with it. Um, okay. Can it split Does on our fence? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go on then, Lee. I know your view, so maybe you can share.
2: I uh, to be fair, when I watched the highlights on Sunday, um, I thought it was a pen all day, but then I just watched it back now before we have done the podcast and I slow did slow mo and watched it and I don't I don't think he gets touched. I watched it really slow. I think he yeah. sort of dangles his leg. He might have caught his, back his leg himself, yeah, or something. He kinda leaves his leg dangling back to expecting contact. Maybe there's a there's a tiny bit, but I think I think he's he's trying to buy it. You're saying Raheem's um, still in special, weren't you? He's the he's the, Sterling is the absolute best. They're leaving his leg dangling backwards and going down and making it look like he's got a pen. Um, yeah. It's kind of that. Same. I don't I don't put him in that. Bracket, hey, well, I mean they're say, from so. Manchester, you know, or, the, or both from I Manchester yeah. clubs, isn't it? So
0: I'm not from I Don't it. think I don't I don't
2: want I don't want I don't want to like you know brand him with the uh, the same thing as as Sterling, but. Well, no, like you've got to ask the question a little bit
0: because we did have that discussion last week where we were saying he's not getting any shouts as he got a reputation. I didn't know much about Ethan Laird from before when he came here, so perhaps he does, I don't know. But you shouldn't be basing things on reputation anyway. Going to the previous ones, I think a couple of them, if not all, for me, should have been penalties. And I'm shocked how he hasn't got one so far. But then this one, that was the same as you, actually, where I thought it was. Now I've just done the closer inspection. We did it at the same time. Mm-hmm. As much as it's hard to see if there is contact and what the sort of contact it is, he does leave his leg trailing slowly. So there might be contact, but then has he gone looking for it? That's a question. But then the fact that we have to let go 50% slow-mo speed to try and work out if there was contact, I think you've got to kind of give the ref a benefit of the doubt there in real time. He's got a decision to make in real time. We're trying to slow it down and we still can't tell. So if you're not sure, then I guess you can't really give it. The other question that's been raised, because we did put the little clip of us talking about these penalty decisions last week on Twitter and it was a bit of a conversation. So Alex from Send Him Off Podcast did uh, mention basically he either goes down and they get a penalty, or if the referee deems it not to be penalty when he's going down then he has to have deemed it to be a dive and he should be booked for simulation. So you can't see how neither is happening. Um, and that kind of makes sense, but then I think for all the other previous incidents, and yeah, I think definitely, and even for this one. But I guess if the referee thinks, I'm just
2: not sure. That's probably why he's done neither. Yeah, again, yeah, I, I think. Well, I think I think he's got it right. To be fair, I think yeah. he got the decision right. But the only problem is, you say, he had, like the ref shouldn't go on reputation. Now, when you're looking back at the game, I'm, I'm sure you know the referees review the games, don't they? When they look back at that, they'll you know, oh, I was right, he's left his leg dangling there. Um, Is that his card marked? Hopefully not, because, you know.
0: It seems like his card was already marked,
2: so it doesn't even matter at this point. Well, yeah. Maybe he will get one this season at some point, but...
0: We we can't seem to get a penalty legitimately, and we can't seem to win a penalty when he's dangling a leg either, so. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it's been a... Keith Cooper's definitely had a word in he since uh, Steve's gone. Like, nah, nah, no more favours for them. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. So, do you think yellow card then? If it's not a penalty, should he have had a yellow? Yeah, I think,
2: well, yeah by the law, yeah. should have had a yellow because he leaves his leg dangling there, tries to get a penalty. So, he should have it. But I think I agree with what you're saying. It happens so quick. He's not 100% sure. So, he just he goes with neither. Well, we a so, he's prepared common penalty. sense. I don't
0: know. Oh, he's like the ref. He, 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 yeah, be a good just, ref. just yeah. like the ref. Just get a whistle Sorry, and exactly. you're sorted. <laughs>
1: Except I'd actually be biased to the Swans, not to uh, other teams. Yeah, well, I think Yellow card too,
0: but I think um, the other ones in the previous games have been more clear cut. Like the one where we scored, Perot scored the other day, didn't he? It was against uh, Coventry, but... Andre, yeah i'm not convinced the ref is going to give it i thought he played advantage but i don't know i don't know if we would have got that penalty had we not scored that would have been interesting to see um but yeah let's move on from led let's hope that he doesn't continue to leave his leg dangling because he's quite tricky he nutmegged someone to get into that position and i feel like i think he nutmegged nutmegged someone later in the game as well um He's tricky on the ball and he can take players on. And We haven't had someone doing that, running into the box and doing that for a good while. So he just needs to keep doing those things and he's going to like, get brought down. like He's going to get brought down a couple of times and I'm sure he will get one. He just needs to not look for it because people are starting to ask the question if he's got a reputation and as wrong as it is if that ever affects a decision, it does sometimes with some referees and you're just not helping yourself so needs to cut any question marks out um, you know if he doesn't get a penalty let us question the referee we don't want people questioning whether it was him that was
2: looking for it it's the wrong yeah, questions but, nah, I know I, no, I agree with what you're saying I think he goes down because there's not many options in the box he gets in that position yeah. I don't think anybody's in the middle so rightly or wrongly that's yeah. why he's probably done it but probably
0: but just hit clear in no. it
2: this is where the game is. This is where the game is wrong. I am ninety nine percent sure. If that is Salah, yes, up pen or Ronaldo, perhaps. Or, or maybe not yeah, Ronaldo. Sometimes
0: Ronaldo is. Uh, he doesn't always get him, does he? Think yeah, he's but I'm, but I'm pretty sure. If like
2: Salah or even Sterling, maybe they will probably get it. Yeah, maybe, maybe
0: mm-hmm. big team, big team yeah. players uh, always tend to get the favourable decisions, perhaps but anyway let's move on um, speaking of lead, I think we stay on him but not for a different reason going into the first goal so I'll get your views on what happened but I'll start off here and say I think Bournemouth have done a little bit of their homework um, I think you might have mentioned it last week where they said they would exploit yeah. that flank I don't necessarily think they exploited Led though obviously he's pushed up but when you look at the start of this move he is there in a defensive position uh, defending against someone up on the right. But they pass in field and then just launch a ball forward to the like the gap. But for me, the problem is Bennett behind lead rather than lead himself pushing on. Because if you're gonna have someone that's pushed so far up the field, Bennett is not the quickest person then to be leaving exposed one v one versus the wingers. And a team that likes to play wide and has a bit of pace out wide and creates a lot of chances from wide, which Bournemouth do. And Kirk from uh the Bournemouth channel, uh that you know, we featured on last week, was saying that most of their stuff is from down the left. That's where they like to get their chances from. That's where this yeah. gap is, that's where Bennett is, and I feel like that's where we got exposed. He's one V one, the player's like basically on the line, and as soon as he gets past Bennett, Bennett cannot recover.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I will take a little bit of credit for that because I did say it last week, didn't I? So you're, t- I mean, you're I saying that we, they,
0: they're sharing the uh, our podcast with the managers?
2: Then. Well, maybe. Yeah, obviously Scott Parker watches as well. So cheers, Scott, if you're listening. But we had uh, no. We were saying about Lowe. I mean, we were if anymore, is is gonna... Oh yeah, it is.
0: My bad. He's following me. last
2: year. Um, yeah, we were saying about if Lowe was going to play on that left hand side, and I was worried. Obviously, going into that sort of gap between Bennett and uh, Led uh for the reasons you just said, I think like if it gets past lead that channel is uh, obviously Bennett's pace is uh not you know yeah not there basically Great. but yeah. uh I think it was i think this game though like obviously we've been playing well so far and I'm not gonna like criticize, obviously we've still got room for improvement um but I think just that game as a whole highlighted all the little um things that I've been worried about like we said about that channel between lead and um and Bennett. It happened in the second half as well for so the third goal,
1: I think. Got in that channel again. Oh, I thought um, the third goal was um Yeah, the
0: third half both I say our own fault, but we'll talk about them. Yeah. I think yeah, it might be the
1: second was, goal. Yeah. I think it was basically the same thing for the second goal. It was just like a through ball and then yeah, because I Lef, was the Lef, second
0: goal actually. Leaf Davis it was, wasn't it? But he's playing on the uh the left He's left the, back rather than um
2: It's it's those two exactly. Bennett tries to play it to lead and the fallback gets a of led and he's right down yeah. that channel in and then he crosses
1: yeah. it in. Um, but like, Jaden and Anthony also had a chance at some point after the first goal, which was another yeah. through ball between the in the in the channel.
2: Yeah.
0: But like the point the point in the six out for me is like I said about them isolating Bennett and that gap on the left. Um, but it's not even their winger that's doing it. So that shows me that they're targeting that area because it was Billing who got the assist Billing, so yeah. he's he's drifted from his central role to the left down that channel um, and that says to me they're looking at that as an opportunity so um, as Kirk was telling us Preston exploited their left hand side last week when they had um, an injury or someone missing there that would normally be playing and obviously they had that person back this time but they've done basically the same to us this week where you know, when Led pushes up, Question Bennett's got to be in the right place. But sometimes when you've got someone that's tricky and pacey, it's just tough on him. To, it's a tough ask for him to defend against that because it is a big gap either side of him. So I'm not necessarily criticising Bennett, but the personnel in that role. He has not got the
1: pace for it. Yeah. Let's just be honest. But would Cabango have made the
2: difference? No. Or Latty? No. no. Would either sure Cabango have made the difference, you know? No. Cabango against Fulham,
0: the same thing. Yeah, same position. Exactly. It's like a centre back is playing in between a centre back and a right back sort of location, without that extra support of a traditional back four, right back. Uh, like the gaps are bigger, so a centre back's covering more ground, and a centre back's not as quick like normally. Something, you know, some are, but the ones we have are not necessarily um, good in the air. Good other strengths. But when the gaps are a bit bigger and they've got a bit more ground to cover, then there is opportunities there. Yeah, um, exactly. And as soon as they get behind him, and then they go like, Norton's going to be covering or, or whatever, everyone's then out of position a little bit, and that's obviously where the opportunities lie with the passes. And obviously this was a crossing, and
2: Solanke was basically yeah. free, when he? Strange, because, like, Bennett is essentially playing right back, like you said, because what we've noticed in the last couple of weeks is Whoever's playing in that deep role, it's been Downs or it's been Corey Smith when he's been injured, will drop into the centre half with Carl Norton. And then you've got Bennett and Manning as essentially full backs then with Led and Bidwell just like, on the halfway line basically. But they'll sort of drop in as like a, a makeshift back four sometimes. When Bennett is out in those wide channels, it's just like guaranteed yellow card or just not the pace. Yep, but have
0: got a yellow card. Okay, here, like you well. said
2: classic, I don't. To, yeah, like you said I don't want to criticise him too much because he has been classed I think the last couple of weeks I think he's settled into that role but I think he was exposed on Saturday I think it's
0: always going to be a target um, and again that doesn't necessarily mean we're criticising Bennett because at the end of the day he's at the tail end of his career and he's not the quickest and that is what it is, you can't you can't criticise someone for being a bit slower than another player but he's been asked to go in a, space, a place where those things are going to be exploited and
2: you know whether Martin needs to what does I say that say about? I mean, what does that say about the other centre halves that we've got, though, that we're playing Bennett at the tail end of his career? Because he clearly he's... doesn't trust Cabango, Reese Williams, and Landbode yeah.
0: yeah, well, that's that's the question in it because
2: he brought Reese Williams in. I mean, the yeah, other two
0: true. are not technically his players, so you can you can obviously say, well, you know, for fair enough there. But he brought Reese Williams in, and he's not really making. A big impact he didn't even get on a bench for this game, uh and Lathabodia it looks like he sees him more as a wing back, which
2: is weird, but yeah I, but and obviously he doesn't trust anybody else to play in that middle role, instead of Kyle Norton, which makes sense because otherwise the easy fix would be yeah to move Kyle Norton over to the right of the three, and, and then and, yeah, yeah. And to be fair, since yeah, like he's middle. gone to this three solid,
0: and we've consistently played them. We said earlier on in the season, we we're making too many changes in defense, but since we have been mm-hmm. more consistent there. Our form has got better, so, you know, there's swings and roundabouts here, but um, yeah. maybe it's just something we need to look at addressing in January or or going forward uh, is some more comfortably ball-playing defenders that can play a mixture of centre-back or right-back or left-back, whatever it is that the role is asking of them. Um, but, yeah, Bennett, you know, not to criticise him, just he'd been asked to do a difficult job and some teams can exploit him more than others, but obviously we're playing top of the league Bournemouth are flying and yeah, they exploited it Okay, it's not the end of the world, but it is what it is there, so going to the second goal I think it's probably goal of the game Um, so Leaf Davis uh, I I didn't see all of the build up for this one but basically Leaf Davis is another cross and Dominic Salanki like on the inside, near post is just doing an overhead kick and puts it in
1: Good
2: finish. it's, uh... yeah,
1: it's uh, um I don't think it was an overhead. Was it like a? It was like it or was or like or a or half or volley yeah. into the into the near post, uh, yeah. kind of you know, on the side. Know. It was All good. Right, finish. Yeah, okay, not right. quite a bicycle, kick, but like
0: his foot was well in the air and goes above his yeah. head, just in the I side. Think, like, uh, like like Routel- like, a Routel- like what Routledge did Rout- a few years back against yeah. West Brom. Not yeah. quite a special.
2: But I think it was the
0: near post that caught the keeper off guard. Yeah, yeah,
2: it did. Go, was good, go, I, think go, I think it was. I think it was a great finish. To be fair, on yeah. the cross, it was oh, a great yeah. finish. Well, but I mean, in the build-up, we lose the ball, don't we? Um, yeah, it Bennett to go wide tries to, to lead. Yeah, Bennett, Bennett tries, tries, tries to, to lead,
1: board. and then it just goes. It just goes. Uh, it, I think Bennett puts in the challenge, and then it drops to. It goes up in the air, and drops to a Bournemouth player, and then he plays someone down the wing. and Then it's just a. Played square across the box and it's like a half volley in, yeah. into uh was it, Solanke? I think?
0: Yeah. So this came just after half time. So that's when we went two 0 down, um, and and that is what it is. Then I think the game at that point was difficult to come back from. One nil no still in it, and we did have um, we didn't mention it, but in the first half there was a couple of chances for us, which I know I'm backtracking a bit now, but it's important I think that we highlight these because we haven't really talked about anything we done bar our the penalty incident but um and Cham had a shot from outside the box but it was quite tame and went straight to the keeper um after getting a bit of space in the middle of the park there and also Pirro, I think it was he had a shot from outside the box too on target where maybe he should have played Patterson in who was running through into the box Um but you know was full of confidence He striker wants to score goals and hits it with his uh, left foot and yeah it's he, saved again but can't blame him for having a go it's easy to blame him when you lose 4-0 but at that point I think he was entitled to have an effort and he was on target So, otherwise there wasn't too much to talk about I think Pirro had another effort later on in the game where he makes himself a bit of space moves it from left to right back to his left and has a shot but again easily saved from the the keeper that one but yeah 2-0 down Um, I think like I said the game difficult to come back from at that point the, the, the last two goals from Bournemouth, one of them, 64th minute, the other one right at the end in the 90th plus four. Both of them, for me, are our own fault. Um, the 3-0 one then, Jaden Anthony. So Mac Rhymes actually gives the ball away in the centre of the park, but I think it's easy here to criticise him and say, oh yeah, he's given the ball away, he's done a bad pass. But if you look at the bigger picture, what's going on here? I think ben it's Hamer. Hamer. I think, yeah, yeah. so you can say Hamer. Hamer plays in yeah. the ball. But there's nowhere for Grimes to pass to. Um, So the situation is, you've got Hamer with the ball, plays it to Grimes as he's being charged down by a Bournemouth player. Grimes is picking up the ball with a player behind him, obviously charging him down, so he's he's, uh, facing his own goal. He can't turn because the player's quite tight to him. He's got to play a first-time pass. But then you've got Bennett, who's marked on the left, and you've got Norton, who's got a player running towards him, knowing he's the only option on the right. So Grimes is playing a first-time pass to Norton, it wasn't like pinpoint pass, but it wasn't a bad pass either. That it was coming to Norton. It's just because Norton's running onto the ball from our goal, and the Bournemouth players running onto the the ball from you know towards our goal. He gets to the ball first, essentially. Um, but he doesn't have another option unless he just kicks it out, perhaps for a throw in or a corner, just to not concede possession. Oh. But I, I mean, think... Norton
1: was beaten to to the ball.
0: Should yeah, exactly. uh, no, I'm on about. Go back now. to the keeper. Oh, should right, go back yeah.
2: to the keeper, really.
1: Yeah, but the
0: keeper's yeah, marked. The, the keeper's marked. Like, so Sol- I think it's Solanke. cuts the pass off as yeah. soon as keep, the keeper's played the ball. Yeah, um, he doesn't really
2: have an option, to be fair. Not
0: many options there. Eh? Yeah, so I, I, what I was going to say is I think Haymar here should see the bigger picture and just get rid of the ball. And you said yeah. about us playing about at the back when it's not necessary. Sometimes you're 2 0 down, and I don't want to criticise it because it's worked. You know, We're getting better at doing it. But when you're 2 0 down, Bournemouth are obviously like cruising at this point. They're just limiting the options and then we're giving the ball away and it's cost us there. Sometimes. And he has been quite good at doing it a lot. Picking the right decision, just clearing it. But here yeah, I think yeah, you got this one wrong. Uh,
1: I, honestly, so, but, um... I, I feel like after this third goal though, we feel like we've lost our heads a bit as well. Um like you can just see the sort of Desperate passes and stuff like that coming after that, and it's just mistake after mistake. Um, and they had another good chance like straight after that, where I think Manning clears the ball or the aimer plays a ball to Manning. Manning tries to play a ball to Whittaker and then steps up, and the ball, the Bournemouth player, just plays it back over Manning's head. Um, and they're in on goal again, and it just goes wide past the post. Like, I feel like after the third goal. We just lost our heads and everyone was just sort of
2: everywhere.
0: Yeah, what was I going to say, Lee?
2: No, I was saying it kind of feeds into what I said earlier, where this game sort of highlighted uh, the the little things that are not sort of perfect yet. and of them obviously, we said about being Bennett, and we won't go back to that, but I mean, like, again, like playing out from the back. Um, I think, I, I don't know what you boys think, but it just seems there's a massive difference between our ability to, like, play football at home and, and away. um, I just think it's maybe just a different... You know, It's it's obviously different away from home. I mean, we've only won two games away from home and both games we've gone ahead. I just don't think the way that we play sometimes is set up to chase a game away from home. In that situation, like 2-0 down, like you said, oh, messing about there at well, the back.
0: I'd go as far as to say, I think the,
2: way, the way that we set
0: up to play, you can't chase the game anyway. It doesn't matter away or home. It's just at home... Teams generally sit back a bit more and allow us to have the ball more, and it's worked out quite exactly, well yeah. for us. But when we go away, and they don't necessarily sit back as much, and they challenge us a bit more, and then we go behind, and then we can't get back into it. But if we go behind at home, it's the same story quite often. That yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Them down. That's what I was getting. At. I think yeah. yeah, that's what I was getting. At. I think when you go away, especially when you go away to teams at the top of the league, who you know they they expect them to win the game at home. Probably press us a bit more aggressively, um, and we just we just can't get a game going. So I think it's quite stand out at the moment. I know I'm not like yeah. I'm not criticising, but I just mean you know we know we're not perfect yet. It's been great um, last couple of weeks. They've played some brilliant stuff, but we're not the, we're not the finished article yet. Um, I just think yeah, like away from home, is the same against Fulham. But when we go to these teams away, we just seem to be seem to fall apart sometimes at the back. When we were two 0 down there, we just. We'll come on to the last goal as well, it's just a bit of a mess. I don't know whether I don't know whether he needs to maybe have a plan B. I know we don't I know we'd like to stick to his guns and play possession football. 2 0 Darwin away from home. It's just, you're just not you're not gonna come back playing that football.
0: I think that's always been a historic trait of any manager that wants to play this passing football for Swansea, they just don't like the change to a plan B.
2: And I don't mean like you know, bring on five centre-halves and start pumping the ball forward, but just maybe get a bit more direct, maybe put extra bodies in the middle of the field and just go a bit Not more. Not called Cardiffly. I know, God, I wouldn't go that far. But.
0: I would maybe suggest <laughs> go to a back four and try a 4-3-3, three, three, perhaps, because you yeah. could still play the same way in that formation, but perhaps you offer a more steady back line, and there's no reason why you can't play lead as a right
2: winger. And what I'm saying is, if you were like... Say, for example, you are 2 0 down with half an hour to go in a playoff final. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to just keep passing the ball around the back, or are you going to have to chase the game?
0: Yeah. But, yeah, look, it it might might be a bit
2: harsh harsh because that's where we are at the moment. I mean, like you said, I expect us to lose to Bournemouth and follow them away at the moment. So, you know, it's things that will get sorted, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, and let's not forget we did beat West Brom, was the other one perhaps at home. Exactly. So, uh, margins, but there's obviously tweaks needed away. Got a good win, uh, win at Coventry, looked a bit better, but again, this is a different level, but you've got you've to gotta work to the level where you can p- compete with the best if you want to get back to the Premier League, so that's the level where we've got to judge it, and I'm sure we, we, all, we all said mid-table finish this year is what we expect, so we're not expecting that overnight, but obviously highlighting where perhaps improvements need to be looked at, being made going forward. Anyway, the fourth goal, you did just touch on it, Again, our own downfall. Uh, Manning, I think this was for me. Yeah. just yeah, You're in the cent- you're in, you're in the penalty box and he tries to dribble it out of the penalty box basically and just runs into the Bournemouth player. He literally turns the way the Bournemouth player is tackling him. And the commentary was like, oh, he's dribbled the wrong way. It's like, well, just don't dribble it there. Just don't dribble it when you're literally in the penalty box with no one covering behind you. Just don't do it. Like That's surely rule number one.
2: Yeah, get rid of it there. I was I'm actually like, by, I think playing just...
0: five side last night and they were doing the same things. So like the goalie passes it out to the guy on the edge of the box and he tries to go on a run. And the striker just sticks, sticks his foot out, gets the ball, and he's just one on one with the keeper. It's like, why are you trying to throw a pass when you're last man? Just don't do it.
1: Your player or. Yeah, our player. Oh, God.
0: And they did it like five times in a match as well. It was like. Remind me not to come play for you. anyway it's not my team (laughs) just
2: saying oh okay but um yeah what do you make of this goalie yeah not really much to say on that to be fair it's just like you said die just in that position just get rid of it trying to dribble out from there it's just not going to work but maybe 3-0 down he's just kind of like you know screw it we'll just try this and see what happens yeah see what happens we wouldn't have done that if we were defending a lead yeah perhaps perhaps
1: Bennett gets in a block and then the ball falls straight to Manning. Why he doesn't just go and hoof it, I will. I j- I just don't understand. Yeah, it's the 94th yes. minute
0: as well. Just finish the game 3-0 at that point. Just taking a risk. He has,
1: he has the space and the opportunity just to just to hoof it.
0: Yeah, well, I just don't know. A bit of a bad decision-making there. Perhaps it's one of Manning's not-so-impressive games, and perhaps that's an area where he's maybe under a bit of pressure when not everything's going your way, your team's behind you're up against a good opposition maybe he's not the most calm and collective person on the ball there um, but that's an area he needs to maybe work on So, but again we're in a championship yeah. and you, I guess you expect that sort of stuff from players without at this level uh, but yeah, Manning should be doing better there there is one silver lining though because it was Jamal though, that dispossessed him huh. but luckily he played the ball you didn't uh, across and Jason Anthony I was, scored
1: uh, I was thinking that about five minutes ago I was like oh my god Lowe yeah. didn't score against us he had an
0: opportunity earlier on in the game and obviously he made the assist to you Hamer saved that that chance didn't he yeah he did yeah, yeah. Um, well, so yeah hey, we well. said the Swansea curse was broken because Di Cornell didn't score against us last week or whatever it was <laughs> two weeks ago um, but yeah it's broken Jamal Lowe didn't score so I <laughs>
2: just saving it all up for when Cooper comes before us yeah well they haven't got any players have they yeah but well it would be Emker uh, 90th minute penalty well they've, uh, <laughs> their form's gone a bit down oh lately. Touch,
1: touch, touch wood Lee because let's hope that doesn't happen Sheffield yeah um, they've uh, not won
0: in the last three anyway we'll talk about uh, that in a minute just want to touch on the subs before we finish on this game so, Fulton obviously missing again. Um, it's got to be. Oh
2: yeah, I've forgotten like, to be honest. I've literally forgotten about Fulton now. Unfortunately, I think he's a good player, but he obviously he's not even included in any squad at the moment. I've forgotten about him. But I
0: would have li- like in that game, he would have been perhaps good to come off
2: the bench and have a bit of grit to like yeah, but they, get into Yeah, but this is what I mean. Like two 0 down, or you know, even one 0 down <laughs> away from home. Fulton
0: on to start winning some uh, ball in the midfield where we're like, you know, yeah, Find something different. But we, he obviously doesn't like him. Corey Smith comes on and Liam Walsh comes on in midfield, so Corey Smith at downs and Walsh and champs So Walsh plays a little bit ahead then by the look of that, unless Smith went up when Walsh came on. I'm not sure, um, but yeah, I don't see like what Fulton can't do that Smith does better. I don't know. I mean, obviously, the manager's preference. I'm not saying Smith is better or worse, but to be so more, much more involved, I just don't see it myself. Um, Smith's had good games this season. I just I felt there was a place for Fulton, but obviously, it looks like it looks like his time is perhaps going to be up unless some massive change happens in the
2: next couple of weeks. It's weird, though. As far as I'm aware, the, nobody's addressed the Fulton thing. I I no, captain as well. <laughs> Yeah, but nobody sort of, like, asked him about it. Like, where, you know, where is he? I think it's just accepted that...
0: I think he was point. asked, like, is he injured? And he was like, no, he's not injured. And that was it. <laughs> great. And that was a couple
1: of weeks it ago. Is... Sorry, going back to what you were saying about subs. 66th, 67th minute subs, Smith and Whittaker on. I feel like he's tried to go... Maybe he's thought, oh yeah, let's go a little bit more attacking, take downs off because he's obviously like playing that sweeperish role, I guess. I think he is trying um, to go more attacking. And then I, I reckon, and Walsh on Before for Enjem, Whit- oh sorry, uh, Whitaker on for Bidwell, but uh... for
0: Whitaker swing back. Yeah, I don't think the Smith subs attacking at all. That's just a like for like replacement. Obviously, downs hadn't started since he been injured. This was the first one, so I feel like that probably would have happened regardless. And as for the Whitaker one, I think. He did mention after the game uh, midweek that there would be changes for this game. However, there was only it was only Downs that was a change in the starting lineup. So I think Bidwell, perhaps tiredness, comes in there, and he probably would have gone off. And depending on the scoreline, if it was tighter, I think Latboody would have come on. But just because we were behind at that point, three nil, I think it was three nil at that point. Yeah, 3-0 at that point. Yeah, it was. That's probably why he's gone and risked putting Whittaker there, just because, like, what well, have got to lose at that point? But guaranteed, if we were 1-0 down or 1-0 or 0-0, that would have been Latabodia coming on, 100%. Which, you can't really criticise that, that's fine. He wants to keep a point, perhaps, or whatever. But a 3-0 down, yeah, that's why Whittaker's come on there. In wing-back, because obviously it's a bit of a weird... Uh, I've never seen him there before, or at least not often. Um, and Walsh again, I guess, and Cham he's still been said a couple of times coming up to fitness, although perhaps he would have put Cullen on. Bit surprised at that. Cullen maybe. was already on. No, he wasn't. Cullen
1: didn't come. No, on. He didn't come on. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh Sorry, no, I'm like, look- yeah, I'm looking at it wrong. Sorry, sorry. Looking yeah, at the so, uh, list wrong. Thought I was perhaps- looking at the subs list instead of the. Uh... Yeah,
0: maybe about- uh... rest <laughs> Cham.
2: Perhaps thinking he was game over. I don't know. Yeah, I would have brought Cullen on as well. Maybe him and Whitaker just get some, I don't know, try something. But I don't think Cullen can do right at the moment because uh, still see on Twitter sometimes Cullen getting a stick. Yeah. I don't know what the agenda is. not even play. He could
0: have gone two up top, perhaps, but Patterson behind them and see what happens there. But yeah, it is It is what it is there. Nice to see Whitaker get minutes, I guess. But um, I don't think he did a great deal. But then. If he's at wing back, then that's not his position either. So maybe can't yeah, go exactly. too hard on him there. But yeah, so look, two losses in the period between the international bricks with the other four games? Wins? Four or three. Really taken
2: that.
0: Is it four or three? Uh It was four, wasn't it? What did we have before West Brom?
2: Just cut, well, West, it? West Brom. Oh so it was three wins then? Cardiff, West Brom, Coventry and Peterborough, four wins, two losses and six. You take that. That's, oh, was Cardiff that's the made.
0: first game before or after the international break?
2: Uh, after after, after.
0: four wins and two losses. Um yeah, I think if we had, if someone had told us that back before the Cardiff game, I think we all would have taken it. Um oh, yeah. And you probably I mean look have, where we you are probably now. would have picked West Brom and Bournemouth to, to be the two teams you lose to. But we won against West and lost to Birmingham, probably because of the tiredness afterwards. Um, but then beat that uh, loss to Bournemouth. So it's not really too far from what you'd ask for, I guess. Still a good uh, points return there. Um, the last thing, I think, uh, and, go on.
2: Oh you go on. No, it comes to us after. I was going to say, on, obviously,
0: be... we just mentioned the subs, and the other thing I wanted to mention was who was in there, because we talked about Fulton, it was over Fermi. Mm. Yeah. So,
2: didn't you were telling me something weird Actually, going on he, before? Before you before do that, I just a quick thing saying about like you know, obviously it was a bad loss on that, but I like to do this because the championship is so pretty. We have three games in a week. I check to see how many teams win all three games in a week, and how, how many teams do you reckon this week won all three games? Saturday, midweek, and Saturday. One. 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 I One Fulham? Fulham. Yeah, they were the only team in the, in the <laughs> whole division win three games in the week, so everybody else dropped points, and that's just the way it is. And they played. We won West Brom,
0: Blackburn, and Peterborough. Oh, that uh, Blackburn. But right. And this perhaps is interesting because if you say three games in a week, tiredness, and all the rest of it comes into the third game. Perhaps they beat West Brom three nil, which is a good win because West Brom aren't exactly like you know a second against third, and they won three nil. And then they smashed Blackburn 7-0. Yeah, but
2: then they, only beat, they only
0: beat Peterborough 1-0 uh, the third game, so could have been a bit leggy, oh, so yeah. Peterborough down the bottom end yeah. of the table. Out of the three teams they played there, you wouldn't expect that to be the one they're going to struggle to win.
2: Yeah, exactly. So not making excuses too- or anything, but it's definitely and a factor. It's happened to us twice in a row where we've had three midweek games that we have two away games on the bounce, so we have Home game on Saturday and then the two away games midweek, which is what happened. Oh no, it didn't happen last time that we? we had it two was West home Brom at home um,
0: after Cardiff. Yeah, it was Cardiff and West Brom
2: and then Birmingham. Like, but this time yeah, it was but, two away games.
0: But Cardiff and West Brom was hard games, and then going away to Birmingham. So I'd still say it's like pretty yeah. commanding.
2: Oh yeah, but basically the point is like d- nobody. I you know we need Fulham, and I think it was only two teams, two or three teams last time. Like it's, it's just so hard to pick up three wins when you're doing when you're doing Saturday. Tuesday,
0: Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Hang on. Just checking.
2: <laughs> are, you, are you checking my words? No, 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 my words? no.
0: Another one. So only six teams won two of them.
2: Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah.
0: And we were one of them. So, I yeah. i want to take that. Yeah. I mean... It's demanding, isn't it, the league? And I think our style of football is even more demanding than the style perhaps we're playing under Steve Cooper. So when it does come to like... And we got tired last year, you know, the second half of the season. We were all saying they look leggy. Um, So, yeah, these three games in a week, we're definitely looking leggy at the end of it. But the the, the performance drops off, doesn't it? Because you could tell against Birmingham, it wasn't the same as against Cardiff and uh, West Brom. And I think the same has happened this week with the two wins and then the drop-off here against uh, Bournemouth. Uh, But yeah, Yeah, Obe Femi then, not on the bench. Russell Martin's come out and said he needs to be more professional and he knows why he's not on the team and he accepts the reasoning Mm. for why he's not on the team. So what do we make Mm. of
1: that?
2: It's not good, is it? For him to come out and say that as well. It's, it's, it's probably, I could be wrong, but it's probably worse than what it sounds because obviously he's going to downplay it in the media, isn't he? So yeah. for him to come out and actually say, like, oh. he needs to sort himself out, basically.
0: Perhaps it was just. It's, it's not happened hard. before when no, they breaking COVID rules, perhaps. It's
2: quite a I, common I found an, I, I found another quote here and he said something like, oh, I've lost it now, but he said something along the lines of, which I'm hoping I can find it. Uh he said something about like performances are not as important as culture in the group whether he's not fitting in or he's not doing in training he sort of said something like oh there we go it's a few disciplinary things in terms of the way that we train as a group timekeeping and that does matter so you know yeah, maybe, he's, missed like a, the training. maybe he's coming late yeah
1: just he? shown late or something
2: But like a couple of titles and maybe
0: not taking it seriously.
2: So he said, uh, "I'm disappointed, uh, but performance doesn't come before culture." Um, So yeah, that's what he said about it. Perhaps it's come
0: with a bit of a like ego, and he's been putting his place.
2: Yeah, Yeah, well, yeah, well, fair play, good on Russell Martin. If you know, he did say in that interview as well. He said, "Like I'd be doing the same if it was like Perot, even though he's our top scorer, be the same thing if you're not sort of." him with the culture or what he wants, then then
0: well, good on him. Setting the standard, and I guess that's a good way yeah. to keep the dressing room as well, because
2: discipline like that, you keep oh, control. Is this, is this what's happening yeah. with some of the other players? Fulton, maybe? I um, can't I'm see Williams
1: not not, I don't know, I just think Fulton... I feel like Fulton is mature enough to...
0: Yeah, I don't think Fulton... you gave him captaincy in the last game, he, you know, when he played against Brighton. We went to Brighton and he made him captain, so I don't think if he was having issues like that, he wouldn't he wouldn't be giving him captain.
2: Well, like, I know, but sometimes you give someone captaincy and be like, right, you're a leader of this group now, like to give him the opportunity to. Yeah, know, but if he's one of the, the more senior like players,
0: with Obafemi, yeah. well, I just, know. Yeah, this yeah, is. I think with the midfield, it's like quite stacked, and somebody has to miss out, and it's just it's just fault on. Yeah. But yeah, maybe I'm wrong, and. Uh, being too biased, but yeah, it's only only one way to find out, and that's when they finally, perhaps, uh, somebody questions him in a, in the press, like you said.
1: I mean, when you think about it, he's he's still only twenty one, anyway, isn't he? I think. Oh, uh, see I think he's, he's, he's twenty one. Yeah, he's younger. So I mean, than he's Cullen, still anyway. got you know, he's still maybe just got a bit of growth to do
0: all of us yes, strikers are way. young though so is it an excuse like Callan's the oldest you just wouldn't think that and
1: yeah it's true Wittiger, Perot Perot is, uh... 22
0: pro young uh, but yeah well see what happens see if he's in the squad after the international break hopefully he can sort himself out but sticking on the news then um, that's a word of wine street as we like to call this section Rhys-Williams, um, potentially set to be recalled by Liverpool, so they're claiming they're not happy with how much he's playing, which I guess that's understandable. Um, quite often in these loan agreements, they have like an agreed amount of playing time, and they're saying he's not reaching that. The article I'm reading does say there's p- potentially financial implications to Swansea for not uh, you know, agreeing to these and playing by the rules of how often Reese Williams should be playing. So that'll be interesting. Perhaps he'll get recalled in January. But again, we're stacked in defence. I was surprised we signed him in the first place. Um we've got Brandon Cooper obviously sitting on the sidelines as well, not making the bench at the moment, too I thought was just as capable when he stepped in yeah. as, as a lot of the other guys. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. and perhaps I'm surprised that he's not more involved because I thought he was alright on the ball. But um he's a- yeah, I would not be surprised to see this one playing out. With Reese Williams going, give someone the opportunity to perhaps get someone else in that suits the style a bit more. Because we haven't been necessarily—I'm not saying he's been bad, but he hasn't exactly set the world on fire either when he's played.
2: Yeah, it's a really strange one because I—I honestly thought when we signed him, I thought it was a good signing. I thought he was going to do a job for us. But I don't know for him not for him to like regularly not even be in the match day squad got to be something whether obviously he doesn't fit in with the way he wants to play or whether yeah. there's something else going on maybe his head's not right yeah. um it'll happen sometimes maybe he's come down here and he just he doesn't like it doesn't want to be here. so yeah, perhaps he's just not, could, not it could be that could not be so we'll see what we'll, yeah. i
0: in and just not not like yeah. that sort of thing can have an effect on your performance if you're not comfortable and you're not happy in your surroundings and you don't have your family and friends around, and you're just not necessarily going to play your best game then. So,
2: yeah, yeah. Let's be fair. How old is he? He's twenty. Imagine yeah, when, young. like, when you're twenty and you go and live away and on your own, you know, and trying to play football. I, I don't. Know. But these things do come into play. But uh, I don't know. It is a bit of a strange one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he does go back in January, though.
1: Yeah, maybe we can strengthen with. That. Uh you say like you said we we are stacked in defence, which we are, but I don't feel like I don't know, I feel like we need someone sort of Norton's level of experience. Think, but,
2: uh, we've got Norton and Bennett for experience, but, don't we? I think we have yeah, a lot a little, of defenders. I think we have a lot of defenders, but not the right defenders. Yeah, that and that's
1: yeah, that's what I was trying to get yeah, at. Like we I mean. we need someone that has like the experience that we like you were saying earlier, Like, like we need Someone to come in that has enough experience that they can do the job straight away and just strengthen us. Um, I don't even know if it's experience that we need. It's just someone that's comfortable on the ball and a bit more pace as well.
0: Yeah,
2: I think in terms of like the way that we play as well. So I think, think a swap would be like Cabango could come in for Bennett. Then apart from that, nobody can replace Norton, and I don't think anybody can come in and do what Manning does.
0: Yeah, maybe Cooper, perhaps. one of them I think he did a job when he was there earlier in the season
2: we said about like Latavodia as well I don't I just don't think he fits in no squad if he's playing him as a right winger he just
0: doesn't he'd be there now if he was confident in him because he's playing two wing backs there exactly yeah Uh, but yeah that's um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go and it gives us the opportunity perhaps to get a more suitable option in potentially um Another rumor, then this one. So, songs have been linked with the Man City's James McAtee. Seen this one doing the rounds on Twitter. I don't really know too much about him, but he's a highly rated teenager. So, uh, you heard much about that one? I heard about
2: it. Yeah, I think everyone on Twitter has posted it. Um, but, uh, I don't. Yeah, no, I Don't don't know don't know much about him. Really, not sure what. Like what position he plays, um,
0: yeah, we'll see. But so I'll tell you, he's an attacking midfielder who can play eight or ten. Um, Guardiola actually brought him on as a sub against Wickham at left back. <laughs> yeah. <I'll
2: end>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, very representative then. Fair enough. I mean, it's Guardiola though; he likes them to be flexible, doesn't he? And uh, maybe that's something that
2: we do need. Um, I mean, he's. I Nineteen. I'm not sure. He, probably, oh, he is young. No,
1: train he's training with I've, the first I've, team. I've, I've got him googled here. Yeah. He's, he's He'd probably be
2: decent. He'd probably be decent coming from Man City's academy. Would be worth a risk. Well, of you know, to come dead. off the bench and change the game when we we'll need a bit of a spark. Yeah, but I think that's probably something that maybe we are missing because, like in Cham, like, sometimes he's not. You know, sometimes he's not fit and he goes off after 60 minutes, and then we kind of don't have anybody else. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think Collard and, that's and when, Whitaker, like, Smith. Comes on instead.
2: Yeah, and I think and, Smith is better, deeper. Yeah. So I think like Cullen yeah. and Whittaker, he, pro- he probably doesn't want to, like, they're not really getting much game time. So if they, they if they're like offloaded in January as well, then we will need like covering that position. Yeah. So maybe um, like Whittaker out and that and him in on loan. Whittaker out on loan and him in on loan.
0: Yeah, potentially. Um, in This is on Wales Online, but I didn't realise this, but apparently there's been rumours floating around that there's a uh, transfer partnership in place um, between Swansea and Man City, which I yeah. wasn't aware mm-hmm. of, never heard before. Um, the, whoever's writing this article is playing that down. There's no concrete partnership, but we had Latabodia from there. We had Selena from there. Uh, well, not directly, was it... Um, no, it was actually. We did get Selena from Man City, didn't he? He had a loan at um, Ipswich.
2: I think he was on loan at Ipswich and
0: then we bought him from Man City. Yeah, that, so we didn't. had Selena yeah. from there. we, um, And if we have this one now. We've been linked with one or two as well, though it didn't come off. So perhaps there is like, some good connections between the two clubs. and That's not necessarily a bad thing now, the way that we're playing, especially at the moment. Because if you think about it, we didn't really yeah. get many from there under Cooper, but we got them from City under no, Potter And... Now again, now we're playing passing football again. Looks like Guardiola perhaps is happy to send his players. You
2: Makes sense though, because obviously they play the brand of football, don't they? You're not going to send him on loan to add a few. No. So it kind of makes sense that you, you know, you sort of find you find a place for. Well, you well, so we say uh, that,
0: but Liverpool did with Harry Wilson. So
2: I don't think he. Touched After all, we
0: just it. made them be able to salary and brew stuff for like twenty million. Huh. Yeah. Maybe they would have got the same for Wilson that they sent him to us last year, and he actually scored a couple of goals, and probably could have been the difference with us going up potentially. Anyway, <laughs> big big take that. Um, <laughs> another bit of news then: so Ben Cabango left out of the Wales squad, apparently pulled out or has not agreed to go in due to personal reasons. Now I'm just curious, like I don't, you know, I don't know what the personal reasons are, but he hasn't featured in the first team so much for Swansea lately that much. He's been on the bench. Wonder if it's
2: linked or similar issue or something's going on there. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird one. Again, he doesn't really get much game time for Wales, which is frustrating. Well,
0: he's um, going to get less when he's not playing for Swansea.
2: Oh yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't know. It's a bit strange. Yeah, uh, Cabango another one. I'm in like the bracket with some of the other players that we spoke about. It's just weird that I'm not getting any game time. Yeah, he's going to have to make changes in, um, like Christmas period.
0: Well, I think he will have to, and it's always the same. But we'll see what happens. Would be interesting. He might even get one or two injuries. Then. so We're going to have to adapt somewhere.
2: See as well, uh, Cabango's brother scored for Cardiff. Did he? Would yeah. Well, the first team. Uh, you no, know, it's not. Not um, obviously, it's not the Blues anymore, is it? But it's, it wasn't for the Blues. It's like for the. Oh, rugby. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah,
0: rugby. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't, you, you caught up a when you said that. I didn't realise he had a brother who played That's rugby, right. to be honest.
2: Yeah, not that I, but he scored a try against Newport on Friday night. Does he uh, look brother. like him? Is he his, like, big? And... Uh, he, he does look like him, but he's a bit, he's a bit, like, a bit smaller, he's a winger, he is. Oh, Rapid, is he? he's got a lovely try,
0: yeah. So you think if you looked at the two next to each other, you'd think it was the other way round in terms of the one who plays
2: football. and the one. Who plays yeah, football. yeah, he would, yeah. Maybe they could swap. <laughs> Kabang when he's a bit of <laughs> Oh,
1: okay. Quick question though, right? Regarding the whales, obviously you've got—is uh, it Mepham? How do you say his oh, name? Mepham? Mepham? Rodon, and Ampadu. I wouldn't put Cabango in. Over, well, maybe only Mepham. Yeah, but uh, oh, Rodon and Ampadu. I wouldn't, I wouldn't replace those for Cabango.
0: I don't know if I see right. Ampadu as a centre back though. So,
1: that's true. Well,
2: speaking of that though, like Rodon—that's
1: that's I was where Ampadu, uh, originally started, though, as a centre back. I thought he was CDM. And then, uh, no, and then he moved forward to a CDM. But he started as a centre back.
0: Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. If, like, maybe it's a big take, yeah. But I just, I don't. Know. I think he's a bit overrated, to be honest. Uh, no he idea. hasn't really done it when he's gone out on loan, other than uh, one club in Germany. He was a bit poor at Sheffield in the mm, Prem they yeah. were relegated so I don't really see where he's outperforming some of these other players that have played consistently for their clubs um, obviously I know Rodon's not playing now much for Spurs but he's got his move to Spurs we know his quality and, and yeah Cabango's not playing much now, I'm not saying he's better than Ampadu, he's younger I believe um, Amp, Amp who now 21. Broke through 21 is he? Fair, I think he'd yeah. about the same age then or Cabango might be a year older but I don't think he's going to be in Chelsea's first team, is he? I don't know where he is now. Where is he this year? Venezia, Apparently, he played
1: well the other day. He's been doing. That says it all, doesn't it? He's he's been doing
0: loan moves. He's gone from alone in the Premier League to Sheffield United, got relegated, and now where is he? Venezia. Well, just says it all to me.
2: Maybe
0: Roma the other day. Yeah, but. I'm not I saying know, he's a bad player, he's overrated. Everyone thinks he's this class player. He's just average. He is just average. He's a good, look like for Wales, he's a good player because the Wales squad is at that level. So for Wales, he's good, but um, he's nothing like, you know, the level of Ramsey or Bale or, you know, our stars. I wouldn't say he's in that category all, just because he's a Chelsea player. He's not going to be a Chelsea player in a couple of years. He's going to be somewhere lower half of the Premier League, higher half of the Championship, somewhere like that. Same as Mefum, same as kavango That's yes. what he is for me. That's what 11. I love. agree. But yeah, um, I'd, I mean, let us know in the comments if you disagree. Maybe that's a bit of a hot take. But yeah, I just I, I just haven't seen... You could put me wrong, I just haven't seen it yet, to be honest. Um. The last bit of news then. Not so much big news as it was maybe yesterday or the day before. But Russell Martin has been linked with the Norwich job. Obviously, Daniel Farker got sacked after they beat Brentford on Saturday. Which, I'll talk about that in a second. But he was installed a second favourite. I think he was 8-1 to one or something at the time. Um, Lampard, Frank Lampard has been odds on ever since the odds come out. He's been favourite. So, there must be something going on there. Maybe he talks or whatever. But... I had people messaging me like Cardiff and work, like, Oh my god, he's been linked, do you think he's gonna go with this, that, or the other? I just don't I just can't see it. I think the only reason he's on that list, it happens to us all the time, past player. He's a past player from Norwich who's now a manager. We get that all the time. Even like when the manager gets sacked, sometimes you scroll down far enough and Roberto Martinez and Brendan Rogers are there and you just know they ain't come in. Um, yeah. Gary Monk is usually yeah. there somewhere near the top for the first couple of days and then he goes down. Um I just think, yeah, he obviously had a decent start, but I just can't see Russell Martin leaving now. He's only been in his job like three, four months. Um, and the other thing, the fact that Norwich sacked Farker basically as soon as the game finished, when they just beat Brentford, says to me they'd already made that decision before kickoff. Um, and we're going into an international break. So it was obviously pre-planned, planned in my it. view, because it didn't yeah. matter what the result was. They won the game and then they sacked him. So I think they've already nearly got someone lined up. They know they've got a bit of a break now for this guy to come in and have a bit more time with the squad before their next match. So I think that was a pre-planned move, and they must have they must have someone in mind. And the fact that Lampard is such low odds, maybe it's going to be him. At the time of recording, obviously, there's been no announcement of who their boss is. But it might not be Lampard. I just don't think it will be Russell Martin. And he has now moved down to 18-1 to in the um, betting. So. Yeah. Oh, you're right, I think, I don't
2: yeah. He yeah, used I to don't play for them. I mean, it was an obvious sort of choice, isn't it? To, yeah. I mean, there's one of the favorites, but I, um, can you imagine? Oh, I, wow, would be devastated.
0: I don't know what we would do in our, in that situation. Oh
2: yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what is you back
1: you in. <laughs> He's retired, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, but
2: yeah, yeah I, I but, but but again, it's just going to be the same scenario all the time. Anytime someone gets sacked, the Swans manager is linked. <laughs> It's the same for the last uh, four years. It's been relegated. You wait till uh, Potter goes somewhere from Brighton now. Yeah. This, is, this is the way I, I, I screamed about this last year and he just stole my head in. Like every job that came up, even when we had Cooper, obviously a different style of football, but it was linked with every job that came up. Going, every on, hindsight now came though, up. Though, going on
0: hindsight now, maybe Cooper's agent was doing that because he obviously wanted to go.
2: And God. like no, nobody, nobody else seems to get linked like you've got um yeah, I've never seen linked for a Frank, job. but Thomas Frank for years was 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 they hailed him for Brentford. Obviously he was a good manager in the championship. He was never linked to another job, even close no. and every Swan's manager, just yeah. a, like any job that comes up now, they're linked to move away. Um, I don't know. maybe it's just the way the club is run, and they're able to do it with less resources than other clubs and the way they play football. Makes sense, but yeah, it does just really does my head in.
0: Yeah, it is a bit. Annoying. Honestly,
2: like if if like Martin's trajectory goes the way it is going, can you see him being here more than two years? No,
0: not unless we go up. Yeah, but if he's not taken this summer, years. he has to go up next year, or he's gone. Not sacked, gone, but someone taken. I think
2: I think if this was in the summer, Farker got sacked. I think it'd be a different story. If he'd had a year with us, and we'd done well say so you'd come and then Norwich would come down to the championship not a manager, I think it might be a it would have been story. an interesting one
0: whether he would go for somewhere he's played before or whether you would like to continue a project oh, that he started. I'm not sure though
1: would he like yeah that's that's the thing, like with the way. He... You know he, he's he's made dance and what well, inroads
2: like
0: yeah but we've been burned before Ali. just how long was he at
2: uh, he? how long was he at MK dons and how long was
0: he yeah but one and a half years Swans
1: over over the Dons that's just that, that's
0: real, a upper league isn't it? if Norwich came down in the same league you'd think he'd go in there because decent money and past allegiances
2: but if uh, I just had a real shock thought as well, you say about Brighton, if Potter goes somewhere, he's from Brighton, isn't he? Russell Martin, he lives in Brighton, I think. Called the
0: youngest. Just, just putting that
2: out there.
0: That's I you want know, to continue the Potter way of playing, and oh well, it worked. It worked last time we took someone from Swansea. Oh, local lad as well, bargain. <laughs> yeah, let's not I think about not. that. Let's hope Potter never leaves. Cheerful. Yeah. It's
1: um, keep keep Brighton at the top of the league, part. Yeah, well, no, that's, that's going to make him get snapped
2: up by someone. Well, well it needs to go mid-table. On uh, managers, though bloody yeah, hell! it was loads sacked this week. Farco went, Smith went for Villa, Warnock from Middlesbrough. They replaced him already. Yeah, it? it's Wilder. Yeah, I think. Um, I think they jumped the gun, Middlesbrough. I think. I think maybe Cardiff. We're looking at Wilder. Well else got someone else in the championship, yeah. No? Oh, I'm not sure. Or, or no Norwich, maybe Norwich and, and Villa. But I think Wilder was in the mix. So I think they got rid of um uh Warnock and brought Wilder in before anybody else did. I
0: don't know if Cardiff could have afforded him.
2: No, I they wouldn't have afforded him, but I afforded him, but I think they probably thought maybe they were on the edge of, of maybe. Someone getting else rid of Warnock. snapping him and up, thought, like, yeah. Got to do it now because we want Wilder because they sacked him on the Saturday after the game and Wilder was in on Sunday morning. I didn't
0: even think Middlesbrough have done that bad. Like two wins in the last five and a draw and then two losses, but they're, no. they're one point but behind. Not I even that bad.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're, they're that well. They're
0: in fourteen. Right? Well, they were challenging playoffs and they looked like they're slipping back to mid table, which is perhaps what happened last year as well. So perhaps they're just like, uh, yeah, I don't know, if... needs to do better, yeah. but could have jumped the gun, yeah.
1: Did Warnock get fired or did he leave?
0: Got fired I think. Mm. Well if you bring in a, they brought a manager in well quick so he must have been fired. You don't leave and then replace him that quick. Yeah. Anyway, looking at the table, it's Bournemouth are now top on forty points, uh, followed by Fulham, thirty eight, so they look like looks like a two horse race perhaps for the league. Early days to say it, but there's an eight point gap separating Bournemouth and West Brom in third. Um, just seems to be opening up week by week at the moment looking at the goal score as well those two are leagues ahead of the rest of the league uh, Swansea are in 12th position 23 points we are currently 3 points off QPR in 6th place so it's only a win away from the playoffs still had we had beaten Bournemouth yesterday depending on the goal difference probably would have been in there but um, we didn't so we're not in there but yeah, uh, no, other interesting... also.
2: Go on. Sorry, I was gonna say also three points off like eighteenth. Who we are? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, uh, four, that's ridiculous. How points, close it four is. Four points off eighteenth. Yeah. Two points. points of 18th. Two points off seventeenth.
1: I was discussing this last week actually with a friend. It's crazy, the fact that you know there is, what four points between sixteenth and sixth. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, got... and that like that is just ridiculous. The bottom teams How close maybe it is were looking like
0: getting a drift, but Hull picked up a win. Barnsley picked up a win. They were playing each other, weren't they, as well, so Hull actually beat Barnsley, which is a bit of a kicker for Barnsley. Cardiff picked up a win. They were in the relegation zone at one point last weekend, but they came back from one 0 down against Huddersfield and basically scored in the with the last header of the game. I was gonna say kick of the game but scored two headers again. <laughs> <laughs> um there's an interesting start with one. Cardiff as well. They have not scored a goal in the first half of all season. Good that? Uh Peter Brown I they conceded
1: though. in the first half.
0: I don't know. I don't know that far. <laughs> I just get bits of information sometimes from a Mate in Work who's a Cardiff fan when he has a little bit of a rant and moan, but yeah that's one of the things he yeah. said.
1: Yeah, he told me not to discuss the swans in work oh did he yeah I don't listen to him, it's fine I just started seeing Cardiff get better
2: <laughs> yeah I, bet yeah, you I love think you that uh, they're they on big changes at the moment I think all their high earners from the Premier League are out of contract at the end of this summer Kiefer them will be gone as well so I think yeah they are bringing some young players through now I am too, good for I think Wales that
0: is, and about time they started doing that to be fair
2: yeah. they got a good couple of youngs as they came on I think someone came on and assisted both uh, the Kiefer Morghals, a young Welsh player I can't remember his name but um, have they been forced into it because they have no money
0: Yeah, it's not, not looking great for them is it the financially, although I think there's some positive news in that the Salah saga, I think they convicted someone didn't they in the end and maybe there's going to be a lifeline in terms of them not paying the fee as far as being told but Don't know the ins and outs and details of that, but yeah, that's still drawing on for them, which is probably part of the problem because they probably can't spend money just in case they need to give it uh, for this uh, case. But yeah, like another, just like another Cardiff game, you say in the for the assists, I Davis. Uh, Yeah. Try to see who Isaac Davis. Isaac Davis, yeah, that's the one. Young Welsh lad,
2: is he? Yeah, 20 years old. Be, yeah. be good for Wales. So. But uh, on, the, on the table, though, I don't know, that, that that pack in the middle won't break up until probably Christmas time, January time. You probably might see gaps up there, but tight at the moment. I think Fulham. And... I think
0: it's always quite tight in the middle of the championship, Fulham. isn't it? You always get someone that steamrolls yeah. their way up towards the end as well.
2: Sneaks into, yeah. like Barnsley last right.
0: year, isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, the I back think 13.
2: Fulham. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Fulham, Fulham and Bournemouth are gone. though. can we can we talk about like Fulham one seven in the week Way to Blackburn's ridiculous. And missed twenty video, goals. Did yeah, did we? Yeah, we did a bit later last week didn't we after the midweek games. Ah, uh, yeah. M- M- Mitrovic has twenty goals. <laughs> he
0: scored twenty he, goals. He, he scored the goal for them, didn't he? Or against uh,
2: whoever the he's got a, he a hat trick again against West Brom. Got twenty league goals and it's November. That's ridiculous.
0: What? Gosh. Yeah. Was it Mitrovic's score? Yeah, it was Mitrovic's score against Peterborough.
1: Can Mitrovic do it in the Prem? I swear we've discussed this. He before. hasn't
0: consistently done it enough in the Prem. No, but he's always been in teams that are fighting relegation, yeah. so maybe you're not judging it for the best. I'm sure he could do it if he had, a, you know, a consistent team. If he was in like a a Newcastle right now. I know he was there before, but if they add him now, perhaps. so Burnley, yeah. Burnley might be a good one for him.
2: Oh, 20 goals in November.
0: I, yeah. We need to sign off on that. I don't know whether um, he's got the discipline to play under Sean Dyche, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, we can right. sign off on that. It's been it's been a, yeah. a good one. been a long one. Um didn't think we talk for that long, because there's no games, only one game, and nothing to look forward to next week, but We'll try to get something out next week otherwise see what happens if we do have a week off then be back the week after but i'm hoping we'll get something sorted so on that note um as always don't forget to subscribe if you enjoyed let us know in the comments about everything we said if you agree with us if you disagree if you think we're talking rubbish let us know and don't forget to leave a like on the video as well that helps more people see our stuff helps us grow as a channel and the more we grow the more better stuff we can put out going forward um, and improve the quality of the content so thank you everyone for the support so far don't forget to check out our social medias twitter facebook instagram uh, basically type in swans cast to swans cast media and you'll find us twitter is our most active um, and yeah check us well use our code for fan hub as well if you want to predict uh, your team every week with us and you get a chance of winning some free tickets as well if you come top of the fan lead board every month so so it was good to get involved there for free. So um, on that note, cheers, Lee. Cheers, Ali for coming. And we shall see you in the next
1: ones. Thank you, cheers.
0: cheers. See you in the
1: next one.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. The match has just finished and you're on your way home. What better way to celebrate that 90th minute winner than a muck nugget share box and a few tips with your mates. You channel your inner Ronald as you race to beat the muck delivery home, just making it an injury time. Ordering McDelivery is easy on the McDonald's app. You win? Our participation in restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and term supply. See McDonald's.com.
2: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part?